If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. In the next 60 minutes, you're on news night. Prepare to pay more for the meat you buy, or better still, become a vegetarian because the political crisis in Niger is beginning to affect the cost of cows as ECOWAS coup sanctions continue to bite hard. Most of our animals normally come from our neighboring countries. Most of the animals? Yes. Ghana to appeal to authority to help make sure that the problem of Niger is being solved. Uh, meanwhile, onion traders in Ghana lose close to 40 million CDs as trucks carting their onions are locked up in Niger. We had to call the Ghana ambassador's office, who sent a delegation to the border. The ambassador also came the following day to resolve the issue. 
Also tonight, majority and minority sides of parliament, Foreign Affairs Committee, lock horns of a decision by Foreign Affairs Minister to summarily dismiss staff seconded to the passport office of allegations of extortion there. For the minister to then be dismissing people on site and, and all of that, it tells you that there is something fundamentally wrong. If the only agency of the ministry is making her work difficult for her, why wouldn't he go ahead and do that? That would be a deterrent to the rest of the people. Uh, meanwhile, we'll hear details of how many of you are struggling uh, to acquire passports over the last few months in business. Ghana last strategic food reserves to deal with drought up to a year. But government insists it is taking up measures to deal with the situation soon. And in sports, former GFA president Nyaho Tamaklo barks Keto Kreku over Georgia Free in the September 27 GFA presidential elections. And later on your election headquarters, our focus is on former MP for Mampon, Francis Adainimo, who is hopeful of springing a surprise on those who consider him an underdog. I will be seen as the underdog again in this election, and that will be the underdog causing an upset or a surprise at the end of the day. And that is, in the end, PP's race to become flag bearer for the 2024 election. Stay with us. With your views and comments all here on Newsnight 055 Well, tonight, onion traders in Ghana have lost close to 40 million CDs as trucks cutting their onions are locked up in Niger. Over 100 trucks loaded with onions cannot move uh, in the border town between Benin and Niger following the border closure. The action uh, was taken on the orders of ECOWAS as part of sanctions uh, following that military takeover uh, in Niger. Nanaya Ojima of our Foreign Affairs Desk has details. The Kwarasu onion market is the biggest in the Ashanti region. At least 30 trucks, each cutting about 330 bags of onions, are offloaded at the beginning of every week. On a typical day at the market, five trucks are offloading onions at the market. Truck driver Mohammed Salisu was stranded cutting onions on the border for a week. He says it took intervention of Ghana's embassy to the landlocked country to get access for the trucks bound for Ghana. Some trucks have been on the border for 10 to 12 days. I stayed there for just a week. We had to call the Ghana ambassador's office who sent a delegation to the border. The ambassador also came the following day to resolve the issue. Mumuni Abdullahi, who was bound for Niger, had to divert his route to Nigeria to get onions after being stranded at the Benin borders for days. We spent days on the border, so we had to change our destination to Nigeria to get some onions. Mm-hmm. 
Eh kakra, omusikwa de musana wam sama mo akọ. Sana mu yeye. Video footage available to Joy News shows hundreds of tracks cutting onions stranded at the border. The content of the tracks are already rotten away. Some of the tracks are floating the onions for local traders. About 100 trucks expected to deliver onions to the Kwadaso market are locked up in Niger for many days. Each truck is transporting at least 300 bags of onions at the cost of 1,500 CDs each. An estimated 45 million CDs worth of onions remain locked up at the border. For fear of terrorist activities at the Niger-Burkina Faso borders, the route is not an option for the truck drivers. Mohamed Amidu, early morning, received 350 bags of onions he had imported. After opening the sacks, most of them were rotten, forcing him to sell the little he could salvage for 200 CDs per bag instead of 1,500 CDs. Well, the situation has already resulted in the high cost of onions on the market, but some butchers are now warning the cost of meat will be next. They say they are unable to get livestock from Niger as a result of the political crisis there. I was at the Malamata market butcher shop to find out. We are surrounded by meat. It is the butcher shop here at Malata market. This is where people come. And I love my food with meat. I have it without meat. So I want to test it, but I, I rarely go to the market, and my wife does, and when she goes, she brings me my favorite meat. I eat, I don't ask of the price, but I know it's costing me more to buy. Let me see if um, I'm seeing the picture. Let's talk to the man who does it all, and that's Dota. How are you, sir? I'm fine. Great. Yeah, tell me, I mean, your, your name, tell us your name. My name is Abdullahi Jamal. Hi, Abdullahi. Hi, Jamal, talk to me. Are you also having to import some of the animals from other countries? Yes, definitely. Most of our animals normally come from our neighboring countries. Most of the animals? Yes. Ghana. So most of the ones I see here, look, you import it? The, the, the cow, goat, sheep, most of them are what? Coming from our neighboring countries like Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Mali, and Niger. This is weak. Burkina Faso. Yeah. Cote d'Ivoire, yeah. Mali, and Niger. Yes. As we speak right now, Niger is on fire with the coup. Yeah. Burkina Faso has a coup. Yes. Mali has a coup. Yeah. Why is that affecting the price? Uh, and, and your ability to get it? Yes. So far, so far, for the for once in uh, Burkina Faso, and especially Togo, for instance, for them, these are coming. Okay. The one in Niger and Mali are not coming like first mm. because of the coup. Okay, because of the coup. It's not coming. What about Mali? Is it with the coup? Is that one still coming? And you know, I think they've closed some of the borders that are close to uh, Niger. Yes. Right? Yes. So because of that, they don't have the chance to what? to come in. Okay. So what does that mean for price? If I want to buy now, is it going to cost me more? No, it will not cost you more. We are still selling the price that we are selling. How long price remain the same? How long? Um, For almost getting to uh, six months now. Oh. Early, early this year, our price was, it was changing like that. Every day, we change the price and 
because of the dollar and this safer issue. Now it has been stabilized a little bit. So the price the price is now stable now. Okay. So the price I used to I, I can spend on this six yeah. months ago is the same now? It's the same now. The same now. Okay. The so same. Okay. Yeah. That, that is a very interesting point. Uh, so that notice that remain on six months. At least here at the Malata market. So this is what? This is This is cow meat. This is cow meat. But but we are looking forward. If we are looking forward, if care is not taken, what we are hearing from Niger talking vehicles that are what in to Ghana, block them not to what come in. If that thing continues, then if care is not taken, take for the coming uh, days. What you're saying is that the prices will may go up. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that means you, it means that you may you get a lot of cow and etc. from Niger, right? Niger, Mali, Burkina Faso, and some are even from Togo. Well. Yes. So the Niger problem, if it's not dealt with, will. Yeah. So clearly the uh, ECOWAS sanctions are beginning to bite. It's not only affecting the ordinary people in Niger, it's now also having an impact on the entire sub-region. Ghana is taking a hit, as you've just had there. So uh, what should ECOWAS do, considering that the effect of the of the sanctions has been felt across the sub-region? Let's bring in Professor Vladimir uh, Intradanso. Uh, he's a dean of the Ghana Armed Forces Command and Staff College, also an international relations analyst, joins us on the telephone line right now shortly. We also get a bit of perspective uh, from the Progressive Onion Sellers Association. They are also taking a significant hit on the back of these sanctions. Uh, Prof, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. So the sanctions are beginning to bite, except that the people feeling it, uh, not only in the share, but all of us are beginning to feel it now. Onion sellers are, are, are telling us that the onion prices are going up now. The butcher shop is telling us we're going to be seeing an increase in the prices because we're struggling to get livestock in from Niger as well. Uh, is this proving counterproductive? Uh, we may have lost Professor Vladimir to that. So there, let's uh, stay with the uh, president, uh, uh, the, the Somala Idi Zanzi, the chairman of the Progressive Onion Sellers Association. Uh, apologies there for that drop line. We'll try and get uh, Professor Vladimir to so back uh, for a broader conversation. Uh, Samala, thanks for your time uh, here on oh. News Night. I, I want to understand, as far as the onion sellers are concerned, we've heard the story about how this is beginning to uh, push prices up. I mean, how significant is this? Uh, and uh, what does this mean for the ordinary people now, those who come in every day to buy? Uh, yeah, it's costing more significantly, is it not? Hello, Samala. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's costing far more now uh, for all of us to buy onions and for you also to bring it in, is it not? Hello? Okay, uh, let's see if we can get his attention, but I um, understand that Prof uh, Vladimir so is also with us uh, right now. Uh, hello, Prof. Hello, Prof. Hello, good great, evening. Great to have you uh, join us. Uh, we've just been great exploring uh, the challenge now with these sanctions. We are beginning to see its impact. On, on ordinary people, not only in Niger, but on all of us. Onion prices have gone up. Uh, the butchers tell us that uh, we also should expect prices of uh, cow and etc. meat to also go up pretty soon. Are these sanctions proving counterproductive? Well, it looks as though that is the case. The point is this, that if we study the history of sanctions, etc., etc., uh, you need to have what exactly will bite for people to change their policies. But invariably, sanctions have always boomeranged. 
sanctions against Russia had a whole lot of problems for Europe and for America itself. Sanctions against China never got anything. It made the people rather more resilient and finding ways of trying to rebuild their economies in different directions. Sanctions always bite only on the ordinary people of the sanctioning country and the sanctioned country. So that's what we are seeing now. Onions. We're talking about onions. Uh, Nigeria is complaining in Kachina, the border area with uh, Niger. They are suffering because there is a, a lot of economic activity. But now, because of the sanctions, the borders are closed and people are having problems. So when you put sanctions on any country, be ready to have the repercussions also on you. So that's what we are feeling now. Uh, should ECOWAS consider revising it? And uh, now that we know the option of a military intervention is firmly on the table with the military chiefs meeting in Accra on Thursday, uh, should they simply go in and, and, and sort of uh, revise these sanctions? Unfortunately, sanctions are revised only in the, in the negative. If the sanctions, uh, you have A sanctions, you add a B, you add a C, in the hope that it will bite more and the sanctioned country begin to begins one way or the other to change its policy the things you don't want him to do it begins to change so sanctions are never uh, reconsidered detrimental rather to the sanctioning country so i'm not as, expecting ECOWAS to do that uh, but people will find a way people will find a way to live with the sanctions uh, niger is not going to change what they want to do and so it will bite a little but then people will find ways of, of living with the sanctions. And we've seen that in Mali. We've seen that exactly. in Burkina Faso as well. Exactly. And it begs the question, so sanctions effectiveness then comes up to play very strongly here. Uh, you, are very, you are very right. Sanctions effectiveness. The history of sanctions is that it has never been effective. I can't remember any situation where the sanctioned country begins to change a turn around 180 degrees. It's never happened. So we don't expect this to happen. They will live with it. They will be, if the government is resilient, the people understanding the government. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Men, they will have to live with it. And the people have no choice because if the government is not going to change, then you've got to live with it. And that's what we're going to do. But those of us functioning, we will have it also. The onions are going, the price are going up. And not only onions, several other other items. And our items that go across the border also are going to have problems on, for us. That's what we, that's the reality of sanctions. We've seen Chinese uh, Janta now beginning to digging a bit more. Uh, they are actually going ahead to try and prosecute uh, Bazoom uh, for high treason. It appears that they, they have a clear plan to stay longer. I, I, I need to ask you, should ECOWAS consider down the line tightening these sanctions even more or simply just going with the military option? The point is this, that when you are sanctioning, you must know the end game. What is the end game of ECOWAS? The military option has been found to be non-feasible. So what are we going to do now? I believe that the diplomatic uh, uh, way is the best way to go. It is the best way to go because they will have to do everything to prove that the man is guilty. That's why they took him off. So any Trump charges can be put on, 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 on him and they, they will do their, their, what they want. Because for the West and for France, for example, he's a hero. And this will have to make sure that this man doesn't come back to prosecute them. It's a natural cause. And I believe the first step of ECOWAS threat within one week was, was, was not very good, was not palatable. And I believe that we must tread the line of diplomacy. Everybody has a price. Can you imagine they snubbed ECOWAS, they snubbed AU, they snubbed the UN. But then when Sanusi, the uh, emir or whatever of Kano, went there, he was the uh, toast. You know, why? Because they, they found in him somebody they could trust. Here is a person who is the head of the Tijania movement in the whole of West Africa. And 90 to 98% of the, uh, the Nigerian, Nigerian people are Tijanias. So ECOWAS should have found this track to kind of diplomacy and they should have gone through such a person and then begin to find ways of meeting the Janta halfway somehow. You know, when we did that to Mali, and finally we now sent a delegation, they sat with the, uh, the ECOWAS and now decided on a certain timetable, even though they didn't obey the timetable. That is more acceptable than going in with a military or whatever it is. And if we fail, what happens? I tell you, if we go in militarily and we fail, the whole of West Africa is going to be embroiled in fire. That one, that one is clear, you know. Thank you very much, Professor Vladimir Chodansil, there as we begin to assess the impact of these sanctions on Niger beginning to bite pretty hard. And we've just been illustrating uh, from the story we picked up in the markets and you are beginning to feel this also at home uh, if you're buying onions. Now we're anticipating that also affect the price of meat. Let's get a, 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 a expand this picture for you. Let's bring in Samala Idi Zani, who is a chairman of the Progressive Onion Sellers Association. Uh, Samala, thanks for your time uh, here on Newsnight. I, I first want to understand uh, how much of the onions that we get into Ghana come from Niger? Is it a lot? Plenty, a lot. 
we export a lot. From Nigeria into Ghana? Yeah. And we are now seeing an increase in the prices. How bad is it? Yeah, the coup, it has really affected our market. Simple because we we already exported more than uh, 75 cars. We loaded 75 cars or over 75 cars before the coup came. So they locked all the cars at Beni border for about eight or nine days before they opened the border just some seconds or is it half of a day so some of the cars came but none of the cars in came to our market simply because we our own our own we didn't get we didn't get some some went to kumasi kotono and pechima kumasi pechima you see so accra none of them came here so all our cars remained there some Turned back to Niger, they went and bought all the in the goods there, prepared them 300 bucks per a car. They, they removed the rotten ones, they, they rebuilt it 120, 110 bucks. So it has really affected us. At us now, we are staying in the market, we don't have onions, only the local ones that we have here. And it makes the price go. Higher. So, so the onions on the market largely are locally grown onions. Yeah. Okay. From from Ghana here. From Ghana here. Agogo, Ashama. Okay. Uh, but largely, Ada, mm, but but largely, what people buy uh, mostly will be what you import from Niger. Is that what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, tell me, uh, what's the price difference now? What we used to buy before the coup d'état. And now, how much has it changed? Okay. First, per a, a bag, we sell 1,100, 1,150. But now, the local one, we are selling 1,300, 1,200, 1,001. Thank you very much. That's uh, Samala Idi Zanzi. He is the chairman of the Progressive Onion Sellers Association. They're giving us a picture of the situation uh, with onions. We went to the market, as you heard the report earlier, telling us that story. Also, those there are beginning also to feel uh, the pinch, all because of the coup d'etat in Niger and the sanctions that ECOWAS had imposed on that country that is beginning to bite uh, the entire sub region. Uh, I want to hear from you. Uh, you may be feeling the pinch as well. Uh, why don't you share your thoughts on this matter? Uh, 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 as far as uh, the ECOWAS issue is concerned, Samin Kumasi says, even without ECOWAS military invasion in Niger, Ghanaians are already feeling the heat of onion and meat supplies from Niger. The situation will worsen if diplomatic approach is not adopted instead of a forceful removal of coup makers from power. That's Sami's view on the subject. Um, this one from Eric Kwao Kwe, from Aflau says, Niger's political crisis is causing a lot of havoc. In fact, businesses are struggling to stay afloat, so we need serious intervention from the international community, uh, he says there. Um, and uh, also, a uh, final one uh, on this subject, Musa Abatoa says, the MPs, uh, are the representatives of the people. Uh, we don't support military intervention in Niger. Uh, and he says, we believe that diplomacy 
is the best form of peace. If government decides to support the coerced decision to go to war in Niger, they should line up, assess their family members uh, to go uh, in. And the final one uh, on this matter says, so with all these, uh, with all the noise by the government, with the planting for food and jobs, we can't even have enough only on cattle and all that agricultural uh, produce locally. Uh, that's uh, uh, Lovelace Nanayao sent us that one from Community 25 in Tema. I'm still listening to News Night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. Now the majority and minority side of Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee are divided over the decision by the Foreign Affairs Minister Shelley Ayokobuchi to summarily dismiss staff seconded to the passport office. Listen to the Foreign Affairs Minister do exactly just that yesterday and her explanations for this. Anybody who has been here for more than a year from Monday, please do not come back because you've been changed. We want to bring some sanity. Every time politicians are corrupt, politicians are corrupt. Meanwhile, it's some public civil servants who will do things that shouldn't be done, and then they put it on uh, politicians. We come, we do the right thing. I'm trying to bring sanity into the passport system, but no. I'm praying for that day when national identification will be issued to every single Ghanaian. And that day is coming. I'm told that they've issued to over 15 million already and it's still counting. Then no other agency will be allowed into a passport office because there'll be no need. Because when the person comes and they, they key in their name and their national ID number, all their details will come up and therefore there'll be no need to have any other agency. Maybe apart from the, 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 the printing uh, uh, room people, nobody will be, will, be, will be necessary anymore. So I beg you, do this work from your heart and stop making money off people, number one. Number two, treat the people who come here, the kind of uh, 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 um, um, comments that I've heard, it's not the best. Treat them well. They come here for today, you won't see them again. Because apart from coming for the passport, they don't come here again. So I thank you. I needed to have this eyeball-to-eyeball -eyeball conversation, not come to your offices. I needed to do this. Because it's becoming very serious. Well, that's the minister just yesterday. And the complaint is that the extortion uh, isn't something that is easing at the passport office. People have been charged as much as a thousand CDs to facilitate the process, which will ordinarily cost just a hundred CDs. Well, outgoing director of the passport office, Mohammed Habibi Dries, blames this on delays in processing of the passport booklets for applicants. We will require to pay either 100 Ghana CDs. Mm -hmm or 150 Ghana CDs for a passport, a standard passport or expedited service, or 150 and 200 for 48-page passport mm. for standard passport processing and expedited service. So Ghanaians should know this. Let's have faith in the process. Let's not give ourselves for others to take advantage of us. You see, one, one of the problems that passport offices encounter mm. is the longevity mm -hmm. of officers assigned to the passport office. The longer a person stays there, there is a tendency for over-familiarity 
with outsiders. And that is a situation where issues of corruption or practices could arise. Uh, let's bring in uh, Johnson uh, Kweku Edu. He's a vice chairperson on the Foreign Affairs Committee in Parliament. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Kweku Edu. Oh, apologies, we may just have lost him there on the line. Well, uh, you're still live here on News Night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. And uh, George is uh, going to come in pretty shortly. But I want to bring you a story uh, that uh, would gladden your heart in terms of the results that radio can get you. After extensive reportage by John News on the physical abuse of a nine-year-old girl at Gosso in the Hafo region. She is accessing full educational scholarship and care. Little Stephanie lost full function of her left hand after her stepmother literally boiled her hands in the rice cooker for taking her to Ghana cities. Now, following a series of reports by Rasa Sasari Donko on her condition, Mensim Gold BNE Limited funded a number of surgeries to have the almost deteriorated hand fixed. Now, the company has stepped up support for the girls' education as well. Rasa Sasari Donko visits the Stephanie home and reports. Little Stephanie's stepmother allegedly held her hands in boiling water for taking her two cities to buy food. The incident was first reported in March last year. The girl's deteriorating hand was discovered weeks later at their girls' home in their half origin. After about six months in hospital and a series of surgeries funded by the Mensing Gold BBN Limited, doctors were able to retain the hand and partial use of it. The mining firm has further responded to the multimedia group's call for help for this child. We have given her full scholarship into our basic school, which is the best school in Western North Region and Bibiani and one of the best in the country. She gets free feeding, she gets free transportation, she gets free school logistics, including her school uniforms. Her class teacher, Seth Autry, says she's improving academically. When he came, the performance was a little bit down, but now she is progressing. Headmaster of Mensing Gold Bibiani Limited Basic School, William Bajansa, admits though the abuse had a psychological effect on her, the school has embraced her. Initially, she was tense and timid, and we saw that she used to cover her formed hand with a handkerchief. So I met with my staff and we decided to officially introduce her to the whole school to explain her situation to the school for them to accept her how she is. Meanwhile, Ellen Sewa, the stepmom accused of abusing her, is being tried by a Gosso circuit court. Reporting for Joy News, Erastus Asaredonko, Bibiani Ahafo region. Radio, radio indeed gets uh, results, and uh, George Afe is here with business. And George, uh, that is a touching story, one that indeed will get you uh, at least gives you a certain comfort. Yeah. I mean, that story was was tragic when I heard it. It's, it was heartbreaking uh, to learn that this because we put it out, because you listened, 
because of course you commented about this we found help collectively for this young uh, child who now is making significant progress you know there's still some good people out there and there's a movie that talks about uh, a few good men i mean there are a few good uh, or good people out there who are willing to help the cause of people like that in society Radio indeed gets results and only does when you are involved. And also on Joy 99.7 FM events. Indeed. And, and George, we've been talking about uh, to, to go to war, not to go to war, uh, as far as Niger is concerned. And one of the big questions that we need to be assessing, mm. we've talked about the legality, the cost of doing it, but the, also the economic cost of this. There's the, well, there are the lives that will be lost possibly because you're sending troops mm. But at this time, do we also have of, the money? Exactly of 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 great economic crisis. Can what, we afford? What would be the the commitment of even ECOWAS in terms of providing funding? Yeah, I mean uh, that's that's ECOWAS. Well, <laughs> every member state must bear their own cost. You have to send the troops. You have to feed them. You mm. it, that is costly. Mm. And nobody knows how long this we, is going to take. Can we fall under UN to take this action? <laughs> and, you know, so, so those are questions, and, and you are our business. You count the money all the mm, time, and mm, a mm. lot of people are looking at it and say, "Take your time." Mm. Um, that's something we'll be exploring tonight. On PM Express uh, the ECOWAS military action. Niger can Ghana afford to deploy not mm. only the economic cost, but also the lives that may be lost Maybe and the, the legal questions, etc. You can do, but the you know. financial cost, uh, it's, it's there mm-hmm. for us well, to, yeah, uh, to make the, the call. The, jury, the jury's out there. Mm. Uh, what do you have in the headline, George? Well, events, Ghana lacks strategic food reserves to deal with drought up to a year. But government assures of measures to deal with the situation in the coming months. And dollar demand picks up after a dull session over the past weeks. But will be the required supply to deal with the sudden pressure we'll be having more details for you on that one the business news on Newsnight is brought to you by mtn business welcome to the new world of business alliance life and ghana pay when you want to eat just momo it tired of the long queues in the supermarket pay with momo when you really want that beautiful new blouse just momo it when you want to get a trim and get fresh to impress you know who just momo it when you need to pay your utility bills and domestic staff shani momo when you want to send love to the family back home send some momo join the millions of mtn momo users all over ghana and live life the brighter way so just momo it mtn Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. 
Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627792. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. your water needs. Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, Choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. I'm a You're welcome back to Business on News Night. Let's now settle for the details. Now, the country lacks strategic food reserves to deal with serious shortage and drought up to a year. Deputy Minister of Agric, Yafrim Ponado, has confirmed this in an interview with Joy Business. There have always been concerns about the country's ability to withstand food crisis. But the Deputy Minister of Agric, Yafrim Ponado, says some measures are being implemented now to deal with this challenge. Joy Business is still yet to establish what has influenced this sharp demand for dollars by these local businesses. However, some treasures at the moment I, ca- I can tell you that uh, we have enough food to eat but for for the buffer no we we don't we don't have anything in stock as in the organized way of having maybe 200,000 metric tons of food stuck somewhere and and this thing for some time has not has, has never happened in, in this country what we do have is that food availability in, in several areas of this country the old crops and then the new crops that are coming to meet the old crops that one we have but we are in pockets in the market. To answer your question directly, the formal proper talk that you and I know, no, that one we don't we, but, 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 we don't have now. But honourable, some will say that that is serious. We have we have not experienced 
famine in this country since 1983. But some will say that things could turn around and it could be bad. No. So that's, that's why I'm saying that uh, in the PMJ2, I've already indicated that we are going to concentrate on commercial agriculture. They are going to produce in volume. And then you cannot, you cannot produce in volume if you don't have... And uh, sorry for that uh, challenge. And that was the Deputy Minister of Agric, Yao Frimpon Ado. Now, dollar demand by businesses have picked up strongly on the local market. Now, this is coming after what some have described as drop in demand for the greenback over the past weeks. But are we assured of adequate dollar supply in the coming weeks? There is more in this report. A still yet established watch has influenced this sharp demand for dollars by these local businesses. However, some treasures with the commercial banks are linking the surge in demand for dollars to some businesses that are trying to import for the Christmas period. Some are also worried that if this pickup is sustained, that could put some pressure on the Ghana city in the coming weeks. But it appears the Bank of Ghana is in a strong position to step in to support the local currency based on the country's reserve position. The summary of the financial and economic data released by the central bank showed the country's international reserves stood at $5.3 billion and then June this year. This will cover 2.5 months of import cover. There are indications that the reserves are expected to go further in the coming month. That is, if Ghana is able to secure about $400 million from the World Bank, by September this year, $600 million from the IMF in November this year, and the Cocoa Loan Syndication support in October 2023. And that is a business tech report. Meanwhile, the Bank of Ghana is planning to auction some $20 million to the bulk or distribution firms to finance imports for this month. Now, government has promised to kickstart the process to clear all areas once it finalizes the domestic and the foreign debt exchange program. The country's arrears has witnessed some significant increase as government delayed in finalizing payments. The Minister of Finance, Kenofuyata, says they are working hard to deal with this challenge. Some investors uh, is because we are trying to rationalize the areas. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so, yes, we do have areas in NAPCO or um, other areas that we have programmed um, to be able to pay over a certain period. Um, You look at um, school feeding, for example, I think that is all paid through um, this past semester. Uh, And so we are tackling it in a a rather organized way um, for us to get there. Uh, But these were uh, difficult times with structural issues uh, and all we have been doing um, uh, this past year is how to rationalize this and bring the country into this period of uh, increasing macro stability okay. uh, and reduce um, sort of uh, in, or increase the fiscal space uh, for us to be able to uh, contend with these. And there are road areas that we also have to contend with. And that is the Finance Minister Ken Ofuera who disclosed this on GTV's Talking Point program. 
Now, oil marketing firm Go continues to solidify its position as the biggest oil marketing firm in the country. Now, based on the latest data coming from the National Petroleum Authority, showed that from January to April this year, Go, based on products sold, had a market share of 18.5%. It was followed by Shell with 8.5%. Now, this shows a gap of 10%. It is not clear it's whether it's large service stations across the country has contributed to this gain. The data also showed that the top three oil firms in the country based on products sold are gold, shell and star oil. Together they control about 35% of the market as at the end of April this year. You know, gold's profit for last year declined marginally uh, that is from 87 million Ghana cities to 65 million Ghana cities. And that's all uh, for business on Newsnight. Back to you, Evans. Uh, George, thank you very much. And George, uh, how well do you know the Ashanti region, uh, Kumasi, to be very specific? Do <laughs> okay. you know a place called Pachi Number One? No. You don't know Pachi Number One? Okay. And uh, I understand it's just on the outskirts of the yeah. of Kumasi, the yeah. capital. And guess what? It's just like the outskirts, outskirts of Accra, okay. and there is active illegal mining happening wow. happening there. And the, the chiefs and people there are outraged. In fact, they are pointing accusing fingers at the, uh, the traditional leaders there, mm. facilitating uh, what is happening. The accuser chief of selling farmlands for Galamse activities, sources of water mm. for domestic and farming activities have now been heavily polluted uh, by illegal mining. Now, there's more in this report by Dana Bwache Yado. Vast farmlands at Manso Asarikrum, Antwakrum, Keniago, Banco, Pechi number one and Enciana are left with huge gullies, posing danger to farmers in the enclave, especially when it rains. Farmers have to walk cautiously in and out of their farms to stay safe from pits left uncovered by illegal mining activities at their farm gates. The Ghana Cocoa Board projects its annual cocoa output to rise to 1.6 million tons by 2026. But this is threatened by the activities of illegal miners. Mining equipment are visible at most sites visited at Pichi Number no. One. Head of Equana clan, Nana Kwisi, blames the chief of Pichi Number no. One for the wanton destruction of farms, lands, and water bodies. The Chinese are destroying our land. They use mercury as as in the so land, which we learn is poisonous. Yes, the Nkoswohini of Pechi number one, Nana Kofi Amwakohini the third, is seeking the intervention of the Asantehini to curb the menace. Where they are mining is close to town. They have destroyed all the cocoa farms. Otufo, kindly intervene because I get angry when people tarnish your image. Pechi number one chief, Nana Poku, has failed to respond to the accusations. Meanwhile, the youth of Pechi number one are planning to demonstrate against the chief if nothing is done about the illegal mining activities. Reporting for Joy News, Nana Boachi Dankwayadom, Kumasi.
And I want to take you to the Western region now, where the wife of the late Vice President, Parkwise Mr. Arthur, has taken a swipe at the chiefs there and leaders of the Western region for not doing much to stop activities of illegal miners. Now, Matilda and Mr. Arthur is unhappy that chiefs have looked on while illegal mining continues to destroy the environment and water bodies. She was speaking at the Western Regional Development Conference. Where have you been? Where have you been when all the lands are being taken over by Galamse? Some say that you have sold our lands. Some say that you are fronted for big men in Accra, in Tapradi, in Ho, even in America, even in China. And some even say, that you have been given huge amounts of money. I don't even see the huge amounts of money on you. I don't see it in your buildings. I don't see it in the way you dress. I don't see it anywhere. But did you collect those huge amounts? We can only ensure that this region is given the necessary recognition. And that's Matilda, Mr. Arthur there, a wife of the late Vice President Parkwisi, Mr. Arthur. Let's do some sports now. And Ms. Bao is here with the very latest. Hello, Ms. Bao. What's yeah. cooking? Well, even uh, it's so much about the GFA elections. And uh, this time around, it's the former Ghana Football Association chairman, Dr. Nyaho Nyaho Tamaklo. He's expressed the support for Keta Kriku's bid for re-election. Mm-hmm. As president, that's a significant endorsement. Yeah, huge endorsement. Uh, just chosen Kurt over George Freie, and uh, he says that Kurt Kriku deserves another four-year term, despite recent criticism from certain quarters. Now, Kurt is of course gearing up to face off against former JFA Vice President George Freie as he vies for re-election, aiming to secure another term in office. Uh, Nyaho Tamaklo's endorsement of Kurt stems from his belief that Kurt Kriku took the hem of Ghana's football during a tumultuous period and managed to steer the association towards stability and progress within a relatively short span of time. Uh, he therefore expressed confidence that granting Okreku another time will lead to further development for the association. However, it is a fellow presidential aspirant, George Freer, who thinks otherwise, and he believes that the current FA has caused division in the industry and must be changed. If you look at the number of people who are grammaring to become ESCO members, it's enough, enough justification telling you that everything is not right. We don't matter. Now it is them against us. Our football is divided. In the coming days, the news will come out. Our manifesto will come out. Our vision will come out. The true situation of our football will come out and we'll let everybody know. That fellow sparring there, George Freer, of course, uh, they are all gearing up for the vetting uh, that will take place next week, August 20th, after which the main elections on September 27 will take place in Tamale. So we'll keep close tabs on that. And just a little round of uh, transfer news. Kepa Riza Balaga has officially joined Real Madrid on loan from Chelsea. And uh, he's uh, looking forward to impressing the club and hoping that uh, the Madridsters will sign him permanently after his one-year loan. Events yesterday you won, but under very controversial circumstances. And, of course, the you know Premier League referee uh, board has come out to apologize to Wolves for that penalty that uh, was not taken. 
Not sure how you feel about it as a United fan, but quite a number of your fellow fans were quite honest about it, that it was indeed a penalty. Um, well, I've watched it again. I think it's 50-50. <laughs> I, seriously, I think it's 50-50. I mean, like, I know people... I, I hear the referee, the referee governing body yeah. had told the uh, Wolves coach that... Apologised to yeah, him. Yeah, that it was a penalty. I watched it. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. It and the centre referee and the uh, uh, official responsible for the VR have all had to sit... Uh, down ahead of the weekend fixtures as punishment for you know failing to award a penalty so it's interesting that's well, we're just lucky we're just lucky yeah i think you were like, definitely yeah. lucky very lucky well pepsi and herbo and chaco supported us in this whole segment and pepsi we say every smile does matter thank you very much Ms. bow And this, of course, is your election headquarters, the place to stay for everything MPP presidential contest. The Super Delegates uh, Conference is up around the corner on the 26th of August, and we've been building up uh, to that. It's barely two weeks now uh, to that particular conference where the MPP would have to whittle down the number of aspirants to five from the current ten. Flag bearer hopeful Francis Adainimo is calling for a free and fair election to prevent a post-election division within the party well he's hopeful he will win and that he many consider him as an underdog but he says he will spring a surprise some of them bura of our political deaths has more a dynamo is number seven on the ballot paper dabbing himself the cristiano ronaldo of the race nimo says is out to prove a point and not an underdog. I will be seen as the underdog again in this election, and that will be the underdog causing an upset or a surprise at the end of the day. The former Manpour MP comes into a race with a vision to the forefront, one that stretches beyond party lines. His ultimate goal is to infuse unity into the MPP's core. So the fundamental requirement is that we need to bring all members of the party together. However, Mr. Nemo believes that the role of the elections committee in shaping the party's cohesion to ensure unity is critical by conducting a free and fair election. Let us offer an even playing field, characterized by the free nature of it, the fair nature of it. Leveraging his professional prowess as an engineer, Mr. Nimo assessed his unique suitability to lead the country. Having worked as a civil servant also before at the Ministry of Roads and Highways, and they haven't been a member of parliament, I have enough insight into how central government operates or how the entire governance structure of the country is. I have enough insight. In two weeks, the fate of five will be decided among ten aspirants at the Superdelegates Congress of the MPP. Will the former Mampur MP, who is contesting the race for the second time, make it to the list? Time will decide. Samuel Mbura, Joy News. <laughs> And in the Ashanti region, Nanaya Ojima reports that flag bearer hopeful uh, Kojo Poku is tipping the central region as his stronghold. He believes he's going to get the most votes from the central region to put him in the top five. Kojo Poku, who is confident of his chances, says for various reasons his team has a different campaign strategy from others. 
My message now is to be part of the five in the superdelegate. I know what the performance is going to be. I have been doing a lot of work meeting all these superdelegates. If what they tell me translates into their vote on the day, I'm going to do very well. And that momentum will propel me to win this thing. Ashanti region, which has 47 constituencies, will contribute the highest number of delegates to the Electoral College. Mr. Kwejoen Safwapoku, though born and bred in Ashanti region, tips the central region as a stronghold for his campaign. Kumasi is not my stronghold. Kumasi is the home everybody's from. So Kumasi is hotly contested because of the number of votes available in Kumasi. But my strongest region is the central region. So they are showing me the love that I'm not getting from Ashanti. doesn't mean I'm not going to get anything from Ashanti. But if you ask me where today I feel comfortable that it's my stronghold is the central region. For Joy News, Nana Ojima reporting. And you want to stay with us as we build up uh, to that 26th August showdown when the party will have to whittle down the number to five. This, of course, is your election headquarters. And you're live on Newsnight on Joy 99.7 FM. And some, some Ghanaians affected uh, by thoughts of suicide have been sharing emotional stories of how they came close to ending it all following the discussions that had come up on the back of the Joy News documentary whispers in the dark now speaking on love fm one man shared how he nearly lost his 14 year old daughter who had secretly written how she was going to end it all after suffering low self-esteem he spoke about how his daughter's online journal drew attention to her attempt to end her life normally she was dealing with issue of self-esteem she believed she was going too big and most of her closest friends have got this figure that they can wear anything that they want. My daughter had, she had made plans on how she was going to take her life. By using a certain drug that I don't want to mention the name, I can tell you of her because somebody might want to try it. She has researched on the quantum of doses that she will take because she wants to go without any pain. And what had saved her, she, 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 she wanted to do it on three occasions. The main reason why she did not do it is that my last born, who was about three years old then, doesn't sleep with anybody. It is only my daughter's bed that she sleeps, he sleeps on. And according to what my daughter wrote in the journal, each time she wanted to take that medication, she looks at her younger brother and then she asks herself, so if she goes by tomorrow morning, what would this boy do in the evening? Where would he sleep? And on three occasions, she tried, and because of the younger brother, she couldn't take those medications. And Whispers in the Dark is a documentary produced by Ohemin Teria. You can find excerpts of this on our many social media platforms but if you need help please seek that help and if you know somebody who is going through challenges right now and may be contemplating suicide uh, seek help immediately and some have actually reached out and called our lines and we put them in touch with experts to assist that is what to do when you identify the signs as we've discussed over the last few days and that's it for news night tonight enjoy the rest of your evening